The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, the third Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Romans chapter 4, verses 18 to 25, where the Apostle, Apostle Paul was inspired to write, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. My dear friends in Christ, even though his brain had to be telling Abraham that it was absolutely foolish for him to believe what God had promised to him, even though his brain would have tell him, was telling him it was absolutely foolish to believe that, Abraham trusted that he would have a son as God promised and one of the descendants of that son would be the savior of the world. Paul said, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Well, surprisingly, and maybe it, Abraham ended up having eight sons and through those sons, he became the father of the Israelite nation and quite a few other nations as well. God was faithful to Abraham. He kept his promise. In our text, what Paul does is he quotes Genesis 15, where it says, Abraham believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. Because the Holy Spirit had made Abraham a believer, Abraham trusted that God would give him a son and would make him the father of many nations. But more importantly, by God's grace, he believed that one of the descendants of that son that he would have would end up being the savior, the world savior. And through faith then, what Abraham had is the righteousness, the perfection, the sinlessness, that our Savior purchased him for him with his life and death, his sinless life, his innocent suffering and death on the cross. Paul said of Abraham, he is the father of us all, of all believers, that is, because God had given him the same faith which all believers have, faith in Jesus, the Savior of the world. And since the Holy Spirit has given us the same faith that Abraham had, 
we also have Jesus' righteousness. We have his perfection. By, by God's grace, we're forgiven. We're heading for the mansions of heaven, the mansions in our heavenly Father's home in heaven. Paul closes our reading with these words. Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. This means that God sent Jesus to pay for our sins and God raised Jesus from the dead because Jesus was victorious over sin, death, and the devil. Our sins were completely paid for. We are forgiven through Christ. Our God is a faithful God and how thankful we have to be that he's a faithful God. He promised us a savior. He promised that the power of the devil would be crushed. And how safe and secure we are now and forever because of our faithful God, our faithful Heavenly Father. We don't have a fickle God, a God who constantly would be changing his mind. If we did, we'd really be in trouble. If, if a fickle God looked at our world today, if he looked at us individually and saw what's all going in our lives, do you think he'd, do you think he'd wait patiently while you and I and our world keep on tra transgressing against his holy will? If our God were a fickle God, when Adam and Eve fell into sin, he would have ended it right there. He would have ended it right there, but God keeps his promises. He is a faithful God. And how thankful we have to be for his faithfulness. He wants us in heaven. And so he patiently endures the evils of this world, which, which really have to drive him crazy. But he patiently endures those things because he's giving his gospel an opportunity to work on people's hearts, to add more and more people into God's believing family so that more people would be part of God's believing family and heirs of eternal life in heaven. Through faith, what Abraham did is he focused on the facts that God presented to him. He and Sarah had a son. And through a descendant of that son, through Jesus, one of Abraham's descendants, all nations on earth were blessed because Jesus is the Savior of the world. What Abraham believed, that really at times had to appear totally ludicrous to him to believe. I mean, think about it. God told him to go to a new place. He'd make him into a great nation. And 25 years later, he was still waiting. Had to appear ludicrous to him because humanly speaking, it wasn't going to happen. But let's thank our Heavenly Father that he gave Abraham a faith to believe in the promises of God, faith to believe in God's faithfulness. Well, let's also thank our God that he's given us a faith like that of Abraham, a faith that believes in God's faithfulness. Well, we can look at ourselves and we can think of God's faithfulness. We can look at our helplessness and our unworthiness, but then we can think of God's gracious power 
and we can think of his faithfulness to his promises to us. We can think of all of that. Faith helps us to focus on those facts that the message of the cross, it does seem like foolishness to us and it has to seem like foolishness to the world. But through faith, we can see that it's not really foolishness. It is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. It is the power of God for our salvation and the salvation of all believers. What a, what a wonderful, loving, heavenly Father we have. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, Abraham's situation helps us also to remember our helplessness, that we on our own would be lost and we couldn't do anything about it. But you don't leave us in our helplessness. You gave us Jesus to pay for our sins and you send the Holy Spirit working through word and sacrament to make us your believing children and heirs of heaven. Nothing in our hands we bring simply to your cross we cling. In you, the rock of ages, in your gracious power, we have such strength, security, and safety. Keep us always in your loving care and in your faithful and in your faithfulness to all your promises to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.